0: September sky, watching as clouds whip by, we confess everything
1: to each other. Hey, everybody, Stand welcome to Adventure Retired, the podcast
2: where retired it people share like what they're I doing do. in their retirement to help inspire you to live your best we retired life. Together. We are Curtin and Cindy Liljit, all your hosts, and today we're going to talk to Mal and Pat, who they're nomads.
3: Yeah, they loaded up from what I understand. I don't know, we got to talk to them, but something about selling everything and loading up a Prius.
2: I know. I saw the picture. Prius
3: yeah. are, are not very big.
2: No, but they're nice cars. But yeah, okay. Yeah. But first, a life lesson from Kurt's best-selling book, Fix the Problem, and other life lessons from a pragmatic dad.
3: This one says, Everybody wants your money. If you don't watch it, somebody else will. I want your money. <laughs> <laughs> You just when when it comes to dealing with people, you got to watch your money. They'll gouge you. I always feel sorry for my daughters when they go someplace to get their car fixed because hard to believe, but there's unscrupulous people out there who oh here's this young blonde girl who I'm going to gouge money from her,
2: which has happened before. Oh yeah, one hundred thirty
3: dollars to change your oil. Now that's they're just taking but, advantage but of. But it's
2: people. not only that, Kurt. You've done. You know, we've decided that as, you know, we're retired, we have more time to fight things on the phone and
3: the computer, oh, yeah. you know. I could but, make a living doing that.
2: Right. There's so many times where you get overbilled or overcharged or something like that. And, and
3: you're if you don't, busy.
2: Right. If you don't look at the fine lines or you don't look at it, you can get screwed.
3: Oh, yeah. And sometimes it takes an hour or two on the phone. And I've done that, which when I was working for a living, I couldn't do that. But now I got the time. Like I said, I could hire out, fix the problem.
2: Oh, fighting insurance. Oh, that's the biggest one right there, you know, e- because... Don't even get me going there. It's, yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, so, let's get on to the interview. Take care of your money, honey. Yeah.
3: <laughs> take care of our money. <laughs> okay. All right, let's get on to the interview.
2: Today we're joined by um, a couple of real nomads.
3: Nomads, yeah. It's Pat and Mel Schlesinger. Yes, that's it. All right. And where are you coming to us from?
0: Uh, right now, we're in Mazatlan, Mexico. Oh, nice. cool.
3: Nice. All
2: right. I want to be there.
3: And we heard you've met our friend Janet Blazer down there, who lives down there. I mean, you see articles of Janet all over the internet that she lives there for less than $1,000 a month. Have you found that too?
0: Uh, we're spending a little more.
2: Right. We're spending a little more than that. Well, that's good. Okay. But before we get into all that, we always start with what did you do before you retired and how long have you been retired?
1: Well, I was a nurse all my adult life, and about 2000, I said to Mel, is there any way I can take a break from it? I'm tired of it. And he said, sure, let's try it. Well, I'm still doing it. I'm I'm done. I didn't actually retire, but I have never gone back to it. That's great. Okay, That's what I did.
0: Right. And for me, I've spent my career as an insurance agent doing mostly health insurance and Medicare supplements and Advantage plans. And so in in a lot of ways, I'm not actually retired. Uh, I still work with my clients and I still take on referrals, but now I only do it virtually. Okay. Okay. And, and, And that really came to be because of the year of COVID.
3: Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, a lot of things changed there.
2: But it showed that you could do it, too. You know, that's the kind of cool thing that if you had a job that you could do it online or virtually, you know, hey, why not keep doing it and do it in some exotic places?
3: That's right. Where Where were you doing most of your careers from?
0: North Carolina.
3: Okay. <laughs>
1: North Carolina since the 80s, okay. early 80s. Okay. That's okay. yeah, a beautiful place, too.
3: That is. That is. All right. Very nice.
1: A little far from Mexico. Yes, yeah. yes.
3: Yes, I a agree A road with trip that.
1: takes three days just to get to the border.
0: So
3: Yeah, that's where we lived, was on the Rio Grande Valley border for a long time. So. Uh, Our yeah, bench- I actually
0: had a cousin that lived in, in McAllen, Texas for all of his adult life. He's now in San Antonio, retired.
3: Okay, yep, that's where we were. That's where we were.
0: Cool. Okay,
3: um, so you're venture- Uh, Did I understand you sold pretty much everything and packed up a Prius, Toyota Prius? I saw
1: the picture. (laughs) That is exactly what we did. When we decided to do this, we put the house on the market, sold the house and the furniture with the house, uh, sold one of our cars to our daughter, um, gave away all of the possessions, the furniture and the artwork. We gave away everything else in the house, just gave it away to places like Goodwill and uh, Habitat for Humanity and friends and neighbors. Anybody that wanted anything, just come over and get it.
3: Wow. I mean, was that difficult to do? I I don't know. Yeah, yeah, I'm sorry.
1: I thought it was going to be very difficult for me to go through and touch everything in my house. I mean, everything, dishes, appliances, uh, just all the stuff that you have on the shelves and in the cabinets. But as I started doing it, and we only had three weeks to complete the entire process.
2: Oh, my goodness. It
1: was incredibly easy. And once I gave it away, I never thought about it. And two or three days later, I'd go, Hmm, I don't know what I did with that uh, waffle iron.
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh, Pat, that is just So somebody amazing. else
1: had it, and that was fine with me. And I found it to be incredibly freeing. Yeah. Very liberating, very liberating. Now for is, me.
3: Is there anything you got rid of that you think, "Crap, I need that." So you get it back like, I don't know, <laughs> golf clubs or something, I don't know. Not so far. No. Okay.
2: I'd have to say no. Okay, so you got rid of things in the house and the yard. Oh, yeah, the garage would be a huge for us. Oh, I yeah. mean, all the little things. Was what were some of the things that you did not get rid of that you took with you? Oh, that
1: was mostly summer and winter clothes. Um, let's see. What else did we get? Your pay? cutlery set. Oh, yes. Things that I really liked in the kitchen, like my sharp cutlery set. <laughs> right. For sure. A, a couple of favorite skillets. A coffee pot. Um, our favorite coffee cups. Isn't that funny? Things like that. My salad spinner.
0: <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. And we did like that. Yeah, we yeah. also took our pillows because you just can't find your pillows anywhere. Right. We took, right. We took
1: our bedding, our right. comforter, and um, we took, what else did we <laughs> take? And then, you know, uh, per, some personal items, a few pictures, uh, snapshots I'm talking about that I just wanted.
0: Although there was one nice piece of art that our granddaughter and daughter did for us that we kept and have here with us in Mazatlan.
3: Okay. Okay. And in Mazalan, are you just visiting down there or is this a move? We're here
0: for five months. um, But from here, we'll be taking a lot of trips. You know, it's easier, easier to have kind of a base and then go do your trips from it than it is to try to go to different places with your car completely packed.
3: Right. Right.
1: Completely packed. It was. I bet. I bet. Yeah.
3: Yeah. I, I can't. Yeah. You know, but I I look at some of the stuff we have. I look at all of the stuff we have. And, yeah, I I could easily get rid of, like, 99% of it. Right.
2: And, you know, I've always, it's, you look, you know, I'm just looking, like, right now, I'm looking at a bulletin board that we have a bunch of pictures on, you know, once that you're gone, those pictures are just going to go into the trash anyway, because your kids don't want all your snapshots and, and, you know, if they want them, they're going to take a picture of it, you know, on their phone and all of that. There's so much stuff that we have that is just pure stuff. Yeah. It's and that is right. And when
1: we took our other car up to my daughter, she bought the other car. It was packed full. Mm -hmm. with stuff that I thought she might want to at least see right (laughs) and so she did she looked through it and then I said anything in here you don't want you take to goodwill or give it away or sell it right right uh, so we did have things that we took up to her and then I had one container of things that were precious to me like some important papers uh, some pictures old pictures of the family our mom our, my mom and dad, Mel's mom and dad, things like that. We yeah. kept one box of that for her to store at her house. That's all. One small plastic container. Oh, that that's was it. good.
3: You know, you, we did an episode a couple, I don't know, a couple episodes ago called Less mass, Less Stress. And it's about a lady who helps people downsize, whether they just want to downsize or they're moving into assisted living or something like that. And you're doing your children a huge service by doing this, you know, that way they don't have to do it, you know, after you guys are gone or whenever that
1: is right.
3: That that's amazing. That's and right. Priuses aren't that big. I'm thinking. <laughs> no, <they're>... no. <laughs> We
0: discovered that. It was so, st- <laughs> so stuffed that the passenger front seat couldn't slide back at all or lean back. Um, <laughs> Yeah, it was, so
1: I had things at my yeah. feet when I was the passenger, and I had to stay in that position.
0: It was oh interesting goodness. driving around the United States, visiting you know, family and going around kind of all over the country in that kind of a packed car.
1: Yeah. Right.
3: And how long did you do that for? Or is it an um, ongoing project?
1: A little over... Two weeks to go, I think. About two weeks. Two to
3: three, yeah.
1: Yeah, two to three. A uh, few days here, a few th- days there. A week at my daughter's in New Jersey, but the rest of the time was just a couple nights here and there, packed up, with the next day and off we went again, till we got down to Arizona, which was going to be our, we thought our rest, our final resting place down there. Boy, like don't say,
3: don't say it sounded like that. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, it's more, more like a base to kind of do the medical stuff. And okay. Do. You had me scared Absolutely. there with final resting. Okay. <laughs> it's
1: oh, funny.
3: So you decided not Arizona or?
0: Yeah, um, we went down and spent a week in uh, Green Valley, Arizona, which is by itself a really interesting place because it's like 90% gray-haired people. Right. Okay. You know, you you go out to eat there, and you look around, you go, "Wow, there's all these old people here." Yeah. Uh, then, then you realize you're one of them. That's right. right. <laughs> but we knew we uh, needed a place to kind of have an address, one for my Medicare Advantage plan, because. If you want to keep your your Advantage plan, you really should be getting a paper trail of annual wellness and that kind of stuff Okay. uh, once you've read the policy. And, And it's also very convenient to the border. So we knew that that would kind of serve as a home base for us.
3: So did you buy a place there or?
0: We actually bought a little one bedroom casita, less than 600 square feet. Because it's just a place to go to do your annual physicals and maybe ultimately store some stuff. Um, we haven't actually closed on it, but we close next week on that and we'll do that virtually. And then when we go up in January, we'll have to try to furnish it and make it ours. But we'll only be there a couple of months.
3: Okay, okay.
1: cool. Well, that'll be nice because we can unload half. More than half of the stuff out of the Prius so that when we travel back to Mexico or other places, some of that stuff in the back of the car will be actually at the
2: house. Oh, and you that can would... recline, Pat. Yeah, I know. And that's the part I'm looking forward to.
3: I, I'm sure the shocks on the Prius are getting a little worn out, too. But
1: yeah. Oh, probably. Yeah, We
0: actually did our, our major service in Tucson before we came across the border. OK, and we figured we battered the car enough.
2: <laughs> OK, so how long did it take for you guys to plan to do this? I mean, has, is, has this always been in the back of your mind for the last few years or is this something that you just kind of looked at each other and said, it's time? Let's go. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah, the, the, we did it in May. Uh, we made the decision. There were, really wasn't a lot of planning, um, we were actually in an apartment in Mazatlan where we were spending three months. And, um, you know, to be honest, part, part of the decision was economical. Uh, we knew that we needed to find a way to free up money for retirement. And um, that was one way to do it. But the, the real estate market was going crazy. And so one day, I had seen one of my friends who had posted about the houses that he was selling where we live and how they were all going for, you know, 20, 30,000 over asking. Mm -hmm. And I looked at Pat and said, let's go
2: home.
1: Let's go home and
0: put it on the the market. And (laughs) we
2: did. Yeah. What a good time to put your house. I mean, you know, when you think about it, this is, you know, such a a seller's dream right now. It was it was a seller's dream.
3: Do you do you plan on doing this for a while, kind of traveling around, or I mean, is there a plan to someday settle down in the casita there in Arizona, or just see where life takes you yeah. and good health takes you?
1: I think it's mostly good health, don't you think? We can travel as long as we have good health, yeah. and I don't think see us really settling down until. Um, there's a problem perhaps for one or the other of us. Yeah. Otherwise, I think we would travel.
0: Yeah, COVID was really sort of an eye opener. In February of 2020, we did a two week trip to Querétaro, uh, Mexico for our 40th wedding anniversary.
3: Congratulations.
1: Well, Thank thanks. You. <laughs> uh, congr-
0: congrats to me. Condolences to my
3: wife. <laughs> I didn't say but, that. Got
1: that
0: right. <laughs> but, you know, when we got back from Carrero, Our plan was to take, you know, two or three trips a year, longer trips, a month, maybe six weeks, and really begin to enjoy this part of our life. And then COVID hit and there were no trips. Right. And so when we were sitting around in May in Mazatlan, we kind of looked at each other and went, you know, we're both around 70. Who knows how many more healthy years we have left. Let's not waste it with all of our money tied up in a house and possessions. Let's just travel and, you know, and and traveling in Mexico, the places that we've been have all been really, really, really affordable. Oh yeah. And so, you know, that said, the trip across the country also kind of opened our eyes that there are places in the United States that we still want to see. Oh yeah. So we're just gonna stay on the road. As much as we can.
3: Good for you. That sounds fun.
2: So while you're gone, what do you guys do for things like your your mail? Then do you, is, this, is everything going to go to Arizona? Oh,
1: eventually,
0: yeah. Will. Eventually. Right now, we signed up with um, iPostal One uh, in North Carolina because we felt that one we needed some place for the mail to go. And when we left, we had no address at all, and still don't. But I also, for tax purposes, didn't want to deal with two different states at tax time. So uh, I signed up with iPostal 1, who in theory are supposed to get the mail, take pictures of each envelope, upload it, and then you can say, I need this the the inside of this one opened and scanned. To be honest, that has not worked out very well. (laughs) Oh, really? Uh, Okay. I would not recommend iPostal 1. (laughs) Uh, Last week, I spoke to the manager of the branch that we're using and they they finally called me back and said, yes, we have your mail. And I looked yesterday and it still hadn't been uploaded. So we've been been gone since the 14th of July and I have no idea what we have in the mail.
3: Okay. That'll be (laughs) exciting.
1: Yeah. That's our exciting adventure, the mail. That's right. That's right. That's our best story there, the mail.
3: Okay. So when you like you're doing the traveling thing. I get it. You're in Mazatlan right now. You said you stay different places, like two to three days, four days, but, um, you do Airbnbs, hotels, motels, camping? I can't imagine you have too much camping gear in a Prius, but.
1: We
2: will never camp. <laughs> okay. okay. That answer that question.
3: Yeah. My idea of roughing it
0: is a Hampton Inn. Okay. But, um, you know, I, I served six years in the military. That was all the camping I needed. So yeah. we do kind of a, a little Airbnb, little uh,
1: motel, motel if we need along it for a way. night or
0: two. Okay. But if we're
1: going to be any place, I think for a week, we just look up an Airbnb, and the, I think that's how we found this apartment, didn't we?
0: Well, not this one. The last one. Last the one was Airbnb.
1: But yeah, and that's worked out really. Pretty good
0: so far. Right. Okay. And when we go to visit other cities, we'll just look for Airbnbs or hotels. Ho- ho- hotels down here are really inexpensive
1: and pretty nice.
0: Right. Yeah. Pretty nice. So, you know, we stayed at a, ho- a hotel on the way down. It, it was $40 a night and included a great breakfast. So, okay. Yeah.
2: Well, and we we've been going a few places lately and, you know, we were just down in in Houston and and then Tulsa on the way back. And, you know, so many of the hotels, the big ones, you know, they're hurting for customers. So their their prices are very reasonable right now. Right.
1: Right.
0: Right.
2: Yeah. Uh, How long do you plan to stay down there in, in Mexico? Be here to what, January
1: the
0: 15th? Right, yeah. We'll be here through January the 15th this trip, and then we'll go back to the States. And after that, we really don't have anything on the agenda. We'll figure it out as we go.
2: Okay, okay. I was going to say, maybe uh, you think, do you ever think about going, will you go to Europe?
1: Oh, I don't think we'll go to Europe. There's so many places we just even want to see in Mexico. Okay. And, and in the and U.S. And in the U.S. And even maybe another country down in, um, you know, Central America, like Costa Rica or, yeah. or a place like that we might be willing to explore.
0: And oddly enough, um, one of Pat's sisters made the decision, she and her husband, at the same time we were doing this, unbeknownst to each of us, they sold everything that they owned in Wyoming and moved to Panama.
2: Oh, wow. Okay. So
0: it's another place to go visit.
2: Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I hear wonderful things about Panama.
3: Yeah. My parents did a lot of traveling in Mexico. They would pretty much spend the month of February in Mexico for like 20 years. Oh, a um, wonderful
1: month. Yeah. Yeah.
3: yeah. They, they enjoyed it. They, had, they finally ended up with one place they liked going and, um, you know, they had friends that would go to the same place every year and they enjoyed it.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of wonderful cities. We still want to visit in Mexico. Yeah. A uh, Mazatlan with the Pacific ocean right out our window there is, um, very appealing. Yeah. That and would be hard to be. And we've already made a few friends and things like that. We have oh, a great good. apartment, beautiful view of the Pacific uh, sit out on the balcony and can see that. And you can walk all over. You walk here. That's okay. the nice part. You walk everywhere you go. Love
3: yeah. that. Yeah. Okay. So your daughter, your family, friends, what did they think? That you fell off the deep <laughs> end or going well, crazy?
1: <laughs> I would say uh, my the, the son and daughter thought it was great. And probably everybody else thought so, we were nuts.
0: <laughs> yeah, there were a lot of questions. Um, we visited a, a couple of my cousins in Georgia after we did this, and of course, they just were loaded with questions about, uh, one, about doing this. Neither one can ever see themselves getting rid of everything and leaving their kids behind. Um, and, then, and then a lot of curiosity about why, why we want to spend any time at all in Mexico. So most people thought we were nuts. Um, <laughs> But but our kids thought it was great.
3: Or running from the law, maybe, you know? (laughs)
1: Yeah. I guess that's always a possibility.
3: Yeah.
2: But I can totally understand. We, you know, we live 30 years or so down on the Mexico border. And the people that, you know, our friends there and all the traveling we did in Mexico, you just fall in love with it. It's it's gorgeous. And the people are so friendly. Right. Uh,
1: The people are a big part of it. The culture is is really great. The food is divine. I know. I
2: I have been seeing some of Mel's pictures um, on Facebook there of his meals. And they, yes, look very, very delicious. Very, very
1: good. Right. And Janet actually gave us a couple of restaurants that we had to try. Okay, good. When we met her. All right. right. Nothing like having people that have lived here for a while. Local
3: knowledge is always good. Yeah.
1: yeah, you can hardly go wrong with a restaurant down here.
2: Yeah. Okay, well, the other thing I, I saw that you all did was this Oregon Trail trips. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Because that is definitely something I think I would be interested in doing, something like that.
0: Yeah. Remember the
1: interstate? It, it, it just follows it. Yeah. I forget the interstate. Was that 80? I don't
0: remember. I don't even it,
1: remember. It was
0: more of an accident of fate, Um, the, the way Google – directed us to get out to Oregon which is where our son lived just happened to take us across the country along the Oregon Trail and every once in a while you would see a sign that said you know next exit there's something to go see so we would just pull off to go see yeah uh, sometimes that worked out pretty well and there were some interesting things sometimes it, we drove off one it was I think we went 5 or 6 miles on on a side road only to find out that the place we wanted to go see was closed due to COVID.
3: Oh, yeah. But
0: it was it was interesting because I had no idea that the Oregon Trail actually crossed six of the six states getting to Oregon. Okay. So, but it was, was fun, fun. and that interesting. Was fun.
1: There's a lot to see in the United States, too. Oh, oh. there, there really is. Think, yeah, that we didn't really realize it, it. So it makes us curious to actually do some nomad adventures a little bit in the States.
3: Yeah. We were coming home from Texas a couple of weeks ago and there's a sign on the side of the road, a little house on the prairie that way. And, you know, <laughs> who didn't read Laura Ingalls Wilder? So we said, what the yes. heck? And turned around and went over there. Yeah. Right the, by
2: Independence, Kansas.
3: Yeah. The museum was co- oh. was closed, but we got to walk around and see this little area that was, part of a reenactment of ma and pa and yeah. all that and little things like that are wonderful it, well, little adventures yeah. yeah yeah
2: yeah it was really interesting
1: and yeah. it'd be nice if covid lifts and things wouldn't be closed when you're traveling it would yeah be nice when that
2: happens I, i'm yeah. hoping that will happen it you will. know it, it I'm, will. It, it, I'm hoping to yeah but you're right there's there is a lot to see in america too i mean it's just amazing we we interviewed a couple from Oklahoma and they kind of went they do a lot of camping but they did like a um, Lewis and Clark river trip you know and just finding places of the history that it's really neat to to see
3: so have you had any any major problems in your travel yet or I don't know we have a hell no moment but have you had any major problems along the way
0: um, I don't know that you would call them major. When we came down in, in March, we spent a couple of days in a small town called Saltillo, Mexico. Yep. Um, had the car in a covered garage. Again, it was fully loaded. Prius yeah. had everything, and then um, got went out to leave the morning that we were supposed to go to Durango, and one of the tires was just flat.
3: Mm. Yeah.
0: And you know, here you are. You have to unload everything, but. The hotel was more than gracious to allow their, their handyman person to come help me. And, and this just is a testament to the, to the Mexicans. Oh, yeah. Uh, he took, took helped me take everything out of the car, got the donut and the jack, got the tire off, found the leak, put it in his car, took me to a tire place where they patched it, came back, put it on, four hours, and the hotel didn't charge us, he didn't charge us. That was great. And then in May, I ended up needing some emergency surgery down here. Oh. Uh, and, and that was a whole other experience, different than the States, but it was, it turned out to be fine. Good. Um, but it was
3: a little nerve wracking. Yeah, that would be. That would be. Yeah,
1: that's about it. And that's about it. That's Every, about it. Everything else has gone very well.
3: That's so great. Far.
2: I know people that have no, that don't know about the border or don't know about Mexico. The first thing they're going to ask is, do you feel safe? And what do you want to tell somebody that asked you that?
3: That wants to go to Mexico. And, right.
2: And it's scared.
3: Right.
1: Right. And that, you know, that is, I think the number one question that everybody has, are you safe? I would say that, I think we feel safer walking around in Mexico, whether it was Merida, Corretero, or Mazatlan, than you feel in some cities, in some places in the United States.
3: Most definitely.
1: Um, I never, we never think being in an unsafe area. I never even think about it. There's lots of people and um I, it's completely safe the border areas are a little bit different and we and mel actually keeps up with that he can tell you he he knows where we're going to cross usually F- um,
0: facebook has been a great resource because all of these pages um you know as you know Biz, we met on i think it's retired or near retirement facebook group right uh-huh. No, I'm You know, I, I get on the road in Mexico where people are posting about best places to cross, where there might be problems, um, best places to stay, places to avoid. But by and large, um, I think Mexico is safer than most of this. Most of the places I've been in the U.S.
3: Yeah, I would tend to agree with you. The border is sketchy, very sketchy. But down in Mexico, the people are wonderful.
2: Oh yeah and you know the border really that's changed a lot in the last 15, 20 years because the you drug know, wars. The first years that we lived we just I mean we would go eat dinner over yeah. in Mexico you know, all the time and I guess it's if you look for that kind of stuff, if you look for problems and you go into places where you probably shouldn't be, you might find some but most people are very safe. I would say
1: so and we never have had any problem crossing the border
3: yeah that's we good
2: just, you
1: know you just do your thing and
3: just just don't hope they don't make you unpack the prius oh, that's huh? what i was
2: gonna say when you when you did
3: cross <laughs> right. over well,
1: did, right you don't really want to unpack your car but yeah. that hasn't happened to us either they you got the green light, light huh
3: so um yo hablo espanol
1: Mel does I know uh, I, I speak
0: enough to sort of get by here and there I can't hold a fluent conversation for more than about five minutes
3: oh you're doing and, good though. Um,
0: and when I was in the hospital I was really lost because my Spanish is not good enough to deal with medical
3: stuff yes yes but
0: um but you learn and, and I have found and I think Pat would agree each time we have spent time down here between Duolingo and actually using it my Spanish has gotten a little better
3: Oh yeah, yeah. Well, total immersion—what you're doing is a, a wonderful, right. you know, way right. to learn Spanish. So,
1: yeah. Right.
3: What's your favorite place that you've been to so far on the adventure? Mexico, Mazatlan, United States. What's what's the top?
0: I think Mazatlan is is the top so far of all the places that we've been. Um, part we of liked that, right? We loved Corredora We actually looked at apartments in Corredora. But but nothing beats waking up to the Pacific Ocean every day.
3: Yeah, spell Coretaro, would you?
0: Yeah, I,
2: I've never heard of that.
3: Q U
0: E R E T A R O. Okay. okay. And we- where's
2: that located? Well, it's kind of in the central
1: area. Yeah, it's right? kind
0: of in the what they call the central highlands. It's about an hour and a half, I think, or two hours from Mexico City. But it is a big city with um, a lot of high-tech corporations
3: there. Okay. I think at
1: least a million people.
0: Oh, oh
3: wow.
1: wow!
0: Yeah,
2: in the mountains then too probably a higher elevation than
1: here because yeah. the weather is just about perfect
0: yeah, oh, It's wow. one of those one of those places that would be great to go to again in in next summer. Right? When <laughs> right. it's too hot here, be beautiful there.
3: Oh, okay. There. Okay. We'll have to look that up because we've traveled quite a bit in Mexico and haven't heard of that one. Um is there a least favorite place that you've been to?
1: Probably Mérida only because we went in June and that was a shock, 105, 100 degrees every day. We didn't really have time to acclimate to it, so yeah, I would it was say just it was, we and... were just miserable the eight days we were there. A beautiful city right. and a great tourist area. I wasn't fond too much of, the for me, the Mayan food. Mel loved Mayan food because it's a uh, Mayan area, but I would that say, would I would it. see just
2: married. Okay. Do either one of your kids, are they planning to come down and visit you while you're in Mexico?
1: Well, I would say my son is very interested. I think my daughter would love to come by herself. <laughs> right. She has a 10, you know, a 10 year old daughter. Mm. And um, I don't know if you could get her to even taste any of the food.
3: So.
1: Oh. <laughs> like I said, I think I think that Riley would starve to death down here. But Julie would do it in a minute. Yeah. My daughter would do it in a minute.
0: Yeah, yeah. her husband maybe, not so much.
1: Yeah, he is another one. I think that's where Riley gets it from. <laughs> yeah,
3: it takes a little adventure to travel in foreign countries. And some people enjoy it, some people don't, you know.
1: Right, right. I think both of both of the kids would really enjoy it.
3: Yeah. Okay, well, we're getting close to the end here, and um, we always ask a you betcha and a hell no. The you betcha is the best part of your adventure so far, and the hell no is wet bombed on you, I guess. So if you had to pick a you betcha, what would it be?
0: You know, the ocean. I- Ocean. Yeah, I think the the best part of the trip is being able to walk down to the ocean every night and watch the sunset.
3: Yep. It's
1: about a Um, block from the apartment. And
0: and, you know, that just I don't know that there are words to describe that that moment and every day is actually a little different. Oh, that's beautiful. Yeah.
2: That beautiful orange sun
1: sinking the look of sinking into the Pacific Ocean every night is just
2: amazing yeah and the thrill that you guys can do it together and you're in both enjoying it so much i you know mm-hmm. i can just tell by talking to you how much you enjoy being together with you know this adventure and that's that's really cool yes.
0: well you know that's the benefit of being a newlywed
2: <laughs> 40 oh. years that's right <laughs> yeah it's wonderful I don't believe it
0: yeah <laughs> that's wonderful
3: uh okay the hell no worst thing that's happened
0: you know i don't think we've had in, in i don't
1: think we've had anything this
0: year of, of the freedom of traveling around and and doing these different things i don't think we've had a moment where we would go oh hell no i'd never want to do that again
3: good oh, that's
2: excellent yeah
3: I, I hope you don't have it you know
2: you know kurt and i have i don't know if we can go down to the pre size possessions i
3: that would <laughs> he, that would be your shoes we could
2: do that <laughs> i i don't know it would take a lot of change but i you know i'm up to change but we do want to spend a couple months you know now that our girls are established and they have their careers we want to take a couple months and live someplace like in mexico or or in we were talking about portugal or something you know i i think that's the way mm-hmm. to to do it cuz you really learn about the country you're in or the place you're in, and you really see things that that the locals, the hidden treasures, you know? I think that would be really fun. Right. I think that for us, when we were in
1: Mazatlan, uh, when we got here around the 1st of April, that was the real shocker for me, I think, is it took about three to four weeks, and I went, oh, this is Mazatlan. right. You know, you take a week or two vacation, even as much as I loved Coretora, I didn't know it. That month was wonderful. And then you really settle in. Right. And you feel like you're part of it, part of the culture, part of the people. There's no fear. You eat whatever. Yeah. You know, everything works out. It's a great experience.
0: And I think that, you know, you can't really do this when you're younger and you have to work every day. But at this point now in life, I think that's the beauty of being in this stage of life.
3: Yes. If you got your health and you can do this.
2: Right. And and I mean, and and no one says that you have to do this forever. I mean, you could spend a large portion of your 70s doing this. And if the health starts to decline or, you know, you need to to do something else, you can do it. I mean, who's to say you can't buy another waffle maker, you know? I mean, you can do that. (laughs) That is right. exactly
3: right. <laughs> right. That's a good point. Right. Really... I mean,
2: I really see that. And I think that's a, that's a wonderful adventure. So. Yeah.
3: Well, we want to thank you all for joining us. Well,
0: thank, thank you. you. We this wish we fun. were
3: down there in sunny Mexico. Yes,
2: but hey, we might be. Well, this year we're going to just go down to Puerto Vallarta. Yeah, we'll go to Puerto
3: Vallarta. But... Do the all-inclusive thing. But I want to do the month down there sometime yeah. too. So we might be contacting you about apartments and stuff sometime.
2: Yes, figure out how you guys Mazatlan did it. Mazatlan sounds right. good. All right. Okay, well, thanks for joining right. us. Mazatlan is wonderful.
3: All right. Hey, thank well, you all. We
0: will see you on Facebook. All right. All right.
3: Take you... care.
2: Bye-bye. Bye. Okay, bye.
3: Okay, well, that wraps up another adventure.
2: Yeah, oh, what a lifestyle.
3: That, that sounds neat. I mean, I'm, I'm glad to hear they're pushing 70 and getting out there and having fun.
2: You know, it's cool that they know Janet.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Another guest of ours who's one of our more popular downloads because she's an expat in Mexico. Yeah. and P- There's a lot of people doing that and loving I, it.
2: I know you say you could do that. I just don't know if I could get rid of everything. You know, I don't know. I might need a little bit bigger than a 600 foot casita. You know, <laughs> I might need like a 2,000 square foot. You got
3: that right. Florida
2: home. You know, I don't know. Yeah. Okay.
3: Well, we want to thank y'all for joining us. Remember, you can. Uh, we're always looking for interviews. Uh, Mel reached out to us. We're always looking yes. for interviews. If you want to talk to us, please look on our website, com.
2: We have a Facebook page.
3: We have a Facebook page that I post articles about investing in retirement and stuff like that. And you can contact us there. Or you just email us directly at retired at gmail.com. And tell us what your adventure is, and we'd love to talk to you. And it can be anything. We're, as long as you're doing it in retirement and you're living your life. You yeah, I just not to do with tra-
2: travel. We've had some really great uh,
3: opportunities that have to we're, we're doing all different subjects trying to. Anyway, that's it. Have a good time. Thanks for joining us. I love you, Cindy. I love you,
1: kids
0: in loved you Yeah, that's the kids who loved you